0: This is Hannah Hassler, the host of Rorschach, Your Reality. I am so glad that you're joining me today on the podcast, and I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram, at Rorschach, Your Reality, on the web, www.rorschachyourreality.com, and on Facebook, Rorschach, Your Reality. You'll find I have a page as well as an insiders group. Feel free to join the insiders group and see what I'm posting over there. I do more video content, as well as some articles and updates on the podcast, of course. Let's go ahead and get started. Our guest today is Melanie Fromay. She can correct me on the <laughs> um, uh, the, the German pronunciation of her last name, um, but she is an amazing person. I'm so excited to have her here today. And I would love if we could start Melanie with you telling us just a little bit about yourself. Who are
1: you? What do you do? Well, I'm Melanie Froma. And uh, yes, it is a German last name, which can be tricky to pronounce sometimes. But I am a, a multitude of things. I am a yoga and Pilates certified teacher. I really Call myself a movement educator, which we can talk about a bit later. Um, I've got a bunch of other certifications like acro yoga, but I have uh, been evolving my life over the last ten years, and I'm still exploring what what that means. I'm very passionate about movement, about writing, speaking, and really mentoring others on their journey. I'm also a mom to a 25 year old, which is sometimes surreal because he is his own grown-up and sometimes giving me the advice instead of the other <laughs> way around. Um, and I'm really grateful that I'm in a strange place in my life where currently I do not have a official nine-to-five job. I was recently went through a huge change in my life in April and May and and here I am and we can talk more about that as we go along. But I'm uh, excited to talk to you. I've been following you on Instagram for a little bit and I'm really really stoked to have this chat with you. Oh,
0: I'm so excited to have you here also so thank you so much and before the interview um, you had mentioned that you spent 15 years climbing the corporate ladder um, and then you know just now you're mentioning you know all of these amazing things that you're doing with yoga and speaking and writing, so can you just share a little bit, how did you get into the corporate world, and and maybe how did you know it was time to leave?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I had my son at a very young age. I'm 41, and my son's 25, so if you do the math real quick, <laughs> I was 16, um, so I was very determined not to be a mom on welfare. I was determined to go straight to work and I had signed up with a government program that helps kind of 18 year olds get set up with like corporate job interviews and I landed in a corporate setting like I think it was like a month or maybe two months after I finished high school and so I didn't look back I was busy working to provide for my son at the time I was single and was not receiving child support. So I was kind of hustling and then I started adding night school to upgrade some of my education in the field that I was kind of just, you know, plonked into. And so I, I spent a good 15 years with the idea that I was gonna try and get some type of college along the way to get a management position, maybe work my way up you know, like the, the stuff that I was raised to believe is the path for a job. Mm. Uh, my parents love them. They raised me with really good, strong work ethic, but that's for 15 years. I focused so much on that. And as a result, it often meant longer hours, less time with my son, work staying up late with those night school courses or online courses and studying. And I really lost touch with who I was and who I might have been while I focused on this.
0: Oh, and I think it's so common that the idea of losing sight of like who you even are when you're it's you get into this kind of corporate world or career world and you feel like, you know, it's it's so clear what the next steps are supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. That you you don't always feel like you have the time or even the energy or space to kind of ask, well, is this what I want for myself? Um, right. You just kind right. of once you get on that track, it can be hard to even kind of think your way out of it.
1: <laughs> well, I never had the chance to really pause and say, do I want to go into a hotel and tourism? Do I want to go into business administration? Do I want to go into dental hygiene? I never had that pause. To say, what might appeal to me? I just fell into it now. I'm very good at my job, at my corporate career that I now have had for the last 20 plus years with regards to demand and fulfillment and replenishment, logistics, operations. But that's part of my work ethic that I was you know, given as a child and the courses that I've taken along the way and my real desire to be as good as I possibly can but I never paused to say, what do I want to be when I grow up? And now I'm 41. And now I have the pause. Mm -hmm. Now I'm saying, Hmm, what do I want to be when I grow up? And then my son, the 25 year old Mm -hmm. smacks me the arm and says, mom, you're not going to grow up. I was like, (laughs) am I going to say thank you or say, excuse me? I don't really know how to (laughs) reply to that.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love that. And okay. So you mentioned that now you kind of have that pause is that yeah. something that just kind of naturally came in life or or did you have to kind of create that or how did the pause come to you? Well
1: it was kind of um I will say thrust upon me. <laughs> I have run I was running my own yoga and Pilates studio for the last three years while working a 40 hour work week at a mm-hmm. corporate job and the lease was up for renewal and with everything I had, I was not, it would not have been a financially feasible decision to continue. The lease was going to go up. The studio was already struggling. I was making all sorts of decisions to try and get the studio ahead and really was stuck. So I had to make the decision to close the studio. And within two weeks of me making that decision, my corporate day job restructured me and I was. Kindly and compassionately walked out. And then so at the end of May, I found myself jobless, studioless, Uh-oh. and I will share with you as well that in a way I was also homeless because for the last two years I had been secretly living in my studio in the office. Uh-oh. So the door opened up. The universe said, hey, we're going to clear your plate of everything. (laughs) And I mean everything. Everything. So I took a leap of faith. Um, Some would say a head first, nose dive off a cliff leap first. (laughs) And I moved to Pittsburgh area to move in with a boyfriend that I'd met uh, in the past year. And right now I'm, I'm in the middle of not being able to legally work in the States. So I have not been able to teach yoga and it's given me time to focus on the novel that I started writing back in 2013. And it's now sitting with a potential publisher.
0: Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh wow! Writing, <laughs> writing is such a journey in and of itself, and you pour so much into it. So wow, to get something to the point of publication is is quite an accomplishment.
1: Yes. So that's that's where I am right now. Is you know I've I've worked for so many years in this one field. Once I started my yoga journey and realized climbing the corporate ladder wasn't for me, I shifted gears. I shifted mindset. And that's been my focus. But then somehow the universe aligned in April and May that said, you know what, girl, we're going to wipe the slate clean. Mm -hmm. And you now have to decide what you want to be when you grow up.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. And that's like such a such a dramatic way of doing it too. Right? Oh I mean, gosh. You yes. lost a lot or you had a lot removed from your life. Um mm-hmm. so wow, that's that is really something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like to I'm I'm glad you changed the words because I don't want to say I lost all of this. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. I mean, I worked hard at my day job and, you know, I was good at it and I in, enjoyed the people, but I know in my heart and in my soul that I didn't want to retire there. I, I knew that my life and my choices and how I want to show up in this world, I was constantly being prompted to look elsewhere outside of this particular job. Doesn't mean I don't appreciate having that and the income and the stability and, and everything that I learned there, but I know in my heart that it was actually a gift given to me when they walked me out. They did it compassionately. They were amazing. And uh, my heart is nothing but full of gratitude for that process. Um, So the choice of saying, you know, I lost everything. It's more about, wow, the universe really cleaned house for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that perspective too. And just kind of cleaning house and and removing things that, that maybe weren't serving you in the way that they could have and and opening you to so much more. So
1: I think because as, as humans, we are so often afraid to make a choice for change Mm -hmm. because we get stuck in these perpetual habits and had, the corporate job not made the decision for me, I don't know, I would probably have stayed there much longer
0: mm.
1: and not given myself the gift of asking, what do I want to be when I grow up? So they, yeah, it's, it's the choice of words and sometimes fear ho- holds us back so much that when the universe says, okay, girl, you've given fear way too much power, <laughs> I'm going to come in there with like a big sledgehammer and clear house. And you're like, whoa, uh, okay. Well now I don't have a choice. Now Hmm. I have to act.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. And speaking of kind of these, these word choices or how we uh, frame Mm -hmm. things on your site, you shared that your mission is to ignite a spark of possibility in others on a path towards personal evolution and rediscovery of self. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, oh my gosh, like what, what an amazing mission. And I love those words spark (laughs) and possibility and personal evolution. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that's clearly something that you have, um, experience a lot of in yourself and, and I was just curious you know when, when you say that about sparking possibilities and, and rediscovering yourself what does that maybe look like or, or what are some some ways that you've seen that come about in people's lives
1: well the the, the 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 easiest visible place for me to to really embody that mission is on the mat on the floor mm-hmm. in a pilates and yoga setting or in a movement setting Because when I started my movement journey, I was 260 pounds. I'm five foot two, just to give you an idea. Mm -hmm. And I had a whole bunch of health issues, a whole bunch of injuries. And if someone in my space and my condition at that time can transform and really peel away the layers to rediscover who she is, anybody can. So when people say, oh, I don't want to do Pilates because it's too hard. You know what, girl? Take one of my Pilates classes and let's talk afterwards. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm the world's best, but I've been there. I've been the girl that can't touch her toes. I am the girl that when the teacher says, engage your core, I'm like, am I supposed to get like a diamond ring and put it on my abs? Like, engage what? <laughs> how, does, how does that even work? Do I have to sound constipate? I've been that girl who has been the fish out of water. And so part of my mission of igniting that spark is all it takes is for one person, one word, one gesture to remind you that that fire in you has never gone out. It never dies. But sometimes we need that that other person to bring their light into that darker corner and make us realize, oh, there is mine. It, It was there all along. And whether it's with the body, I I do a lot of work with clients more about life coaching, but I don't really necessarily call it that. I call it more like life encouragement or mentorship. And that is another place where I'm really acting as a a place for them to realize there's nothing wrong with them. They're not broken. Mm. They don't need to be fixed. So I don't like to use the word change a lot. I prefer transform or evolve because who we are, we are imperfectly perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. But do you have permission to evolve? Absolutely. If you want to find that little girl that used to climb trees and skin her knees on grass, let that evolution take place because that little girl was fearless. And so that whole journey leads to this rediscovering process of who we are. You know, I believe we come into this world with with a a pure soul. Life experiences shape and reshape and mold us. And we sometimes find ourselves in life wondering, you know, how did I get here? Well, you don't have to beat yourself up and say there's something wrong with you or who you are today is is bad. No. Who you are has so many layers and rediscovering your strength, your wisdom, what you're capable of is what I hope to help others with in their life.
0: Hmm. I love that. And when you're using that word rediscover, um, it, it seems like, on one hand, it seems like why would that be necessary? Because, you know, we are ourselves and we live with ourselves every day. Um, so could you talk a little bit about um, why, why might it be so necessary for people, especially in today's world, to kind of undertake this process of rediscovering themselves?
1: Well, I'll use my journey as an example. Um, when I was a young girl growing up in Germany, I was very physically active in dance, I love to move and I was that girl that climbed trees and I was that girl that would lead her group of girlfriends in this, okay, so we're going to play a role-playing game and <laughs> you're Robin Hood and I'm made of Mary and I was the one like creating these fantastical stories that we would play and, and a- act out together. Once I had my son and started working, I stopped moving my body. I gained a lot of weight and accumulated health issue after health issue after health issue. Got into horrible relationships that really spoke to my lack of self-worth at the time. Mm -hmm. And all of that created a pretty, pretty depressing cycle. And my wake-up call happened and my movement began with a simple yoga class. And... As I journeyed through that, believe me, the first month was a real (laughs) struggle. Um, When they said, touch your toes, I'm like, I can't even see them. Um, What? (laughs) So through the process of slowly moving my body again, not only was I rediscovering what I physically could do, I was evolving what I could physically do. I went from barely touching my kneecaps to touching my shins, to touching my ankles, to touching my toes. It's possible to create that evolution. So that was on a physical level. But while all that was going on, my soul started saying, hey, you're finally listening.
0: Mm.
1: Killing yourself 12 hours a day at this corporate job, without overtime pay, is doing just that. It's killing you. I started to wake up to creativity again. I started writing small short stories, and then I started the journey of my novel. So I've been rediscovering that little girl who at the age of 10 would dance through the school hallways, Mm -hmm. who would go into the forest behind the house at the edge of her village with three or four of her friends and create games. And that's a pretty darn good feeling, let me tell you. So that's my journey with that philosophy. And I've seen that happen in others where someone through a process, and it usually starts with movement because a lot of our bodies are just stagnant and stuck. Once we start moving just a little bit, things start to unfold. We really connect to our self-worth, which we're all worthy of living and having the best life we possibly can be. We are all worthy and, and so deserving of having a life we love, but we get drowned in the noise from the outside world. So that clears the way for you to really listen to your mm-hmm.
0: soul. Oh, I, I love that. And, and just that idea of kind of listening to your soul. And um, I recently have started doing yoga. I did it for a while and then it kind of fell off and um, and I do I feel like it makes such a genuine tremendous difference in just even how I kind of inhabit my body and and interact with myself. So I love that that yoga and movement has been such a part of kind of your journey. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that you mentioned, you know, when you kind of got into yoga, part of that was motivated by different health issues. Yes. Um, And something, okay. So when I think of like transformation and and personal discovery and, and all of this stuff, I think a lot of us kind of imagine this like, kind of idealized human who has time and energy and probably some money to spare. And, you know, they just float their little way down the, the rediscovery river. You know, we kind of like um, just imagine um, yes. that other people can do that because, you know, they have XYZ that we don't have. Mm, um yeah. So, but, you know, I know from, from your story, you were just sharing, like you, you didn't come from, from that place, you know, your, your journey really started from a place of, wow, like needing change and and needing to see that difference. Um, And, and, and I would just be curious, what would you maybe share with someone who, feels that need for rediscovery or transformation, but, but maybe is coming from a place of feeling desperate or feeling like everything's a struggle. How can I even take that on?
1: Well, there's a, I mean, I can speak to some logistics Some that made sense for me. I was able to find a yoga studio that offered what they call energy exchange program mm. that allows you to work X number of hours a week, say as reception or cleaning their floors. And it's usually, I would say, ballpark three or four hours a week in exchange for free classes. Oh, So financially, I was able to make it work. Yeah. Um, Time-wise, girl, I was working an eight to 10 hour job a day and I was mother to my son. And I had two, I guess you could call them stepkids at the time while I had, was in that unhappy relationship So time was not on my side, but I also realized for me, because I was desperate, I wanted to avoid having heart surgery at the age of 32. I had to commit to myself. Mm. And very quickly I realized how safe and good I felt in that studio. And then it became easier to make the time. The hardest step is always that step out your front door, that step off the couch and into your car. But once your mat is down on the floor and your feet are on your mat, that's the easy part. Hmm. So reminding yourself that the first step is always the hardest to get out the door, Hmm. to tie up those running shoes, to go for a walk around the block, to turn the TV off, to go for that walk or to go for a bike ride, or to go to a yoga studio, or to go to a weightlifting class, or a gym class, whatever you choose to do to move your body, that first step is always the hardest. Yes, I always think... That one step, you make it, you create resilience every time, and it does get easier.
0: Hmm, yes. Yes, I always think the worst part about exercise is when you're laying on the couch deciding if you're gonna do it (laughs) yep (laughs) you know and I mean so much with anything and and as someone who's who written a book I'm sure writing is you know kind of that same thing it's like the worst part is like trying to summon up the energy to go do it but once you're you're doing it it feels good and it makes you feel good when it's done it's just getting yourself into the seat or off of the couch or wherever you need to be like that is the hardest part. It's so true.
1: <laughs> yes, very much.
0: And I, and I think, um, you know, when kind of talking about some of these, um, budget friendly ways and I'm seriously getting Google that energy exchange thing, that's really cool. Uh,
1: a lot of studios offer that it actually helps them with regards to, you know, saving on payroll and things like mm-hmm. that. And I, as a studio owner offered that program as well
0: yeah I hadn't heard of that, but it makes so much sense, and I love that it just kind of provides a way for people to get access to something that they may not be able to afford in the moment. Um, yes so.
1: and my encouragement, and mainly because i'm I'm starting to do a lot of mentorship for recently graduated yoga teachers, is start you know searching your Facebook marketplace, mm-hmm. Facebook postings for teachers that are offering maybe yoga in the park they might not be affiliated with a studio but they're they're looking to teach and share their knowledge and you might find those smaller communities that maybe don't charge as much as Mm -hmm. studios but you'll also find they're probably smaller class size which means you'll get more one-on-one attention
0: ah that's a really good idea
1: I mean, I know two, two friends of mine who are somewhat recent yoga graduates, and they're teaching small classes out of their basement, and there's only room for five people. Hmm. Um, so you can do that. And then you're also supporting someone who's really trying to you know, expand on their experience. So you're, it's, it's, I think it's the beautiful way to support each other.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. That, um, those are some excellent ideas. And I, I think like you say, even sometimes that smaller community, it gives you more opportunities to really even connect with people on a more personal level. Um, and so often when you're kind of seeking that transformation or you're going through this personal internal growth, um, even if you have a support network, Sometimes the people that you're already close to or have relationships with are the most difficult people to kind of create <laughs> yes. create a transformation or, or be a little different. And so I, I think that finding a almost like a different community of, of new people who are more open to who you're evolving into because they don't have these set ideas of who you're supposed to be. <laughs> um yes. is so helpful.
1: Definitely. And and you know, this is a a word of encouragement to those that are really looking to you know find that spark in their life who are looking to evolve themselves or or rediscover the people around you that are comfortable with themselves and who you are in their life they might be very resistant to you and i'm using the word change with a you know quotations yeah. around it because you're un, you're you're messing with their zen you're messing with the status quo but don't let that stop you my partner at the time when i started this journey was extremely resistant mm-hmm. and very discouraging and it made me see a part of him that i hadn't up until that point and There were some nights where I allowed his words and actions to influence my choice of not going. Mm -hmm. And every time I regretted that. So having been through this journey, through this cycle, and it's not just a, a transformation about weight loss. It's really about mindset. It is about a healthier body. I'm still considered overweight. I'm about 180 pounds right now, and I'm five foot two. Um, I'm still overweight, according to the doctors and the BMI, they can go kiss my butt, but, um, but I am healthy. I'm no longer on prescriptions. I can still touch Mm. my toes. I can move my body better now than I could when I was 20. So, um, don't let other people discourage you or dissuade you from taking that first step forward just because it makes them uncomfortable.
0: Hmm. Yes, and I I think so often when we start to have a little bit of a of a internal awakening and we start to to look around a little bit and we think, Oh wow, we start the process of growth and then we get this negative feedback or you know, people that we love or people whose opinions matter to us kind of push back on it because like you say they're very comfortable with who we are and the role that we play in their lives (laughs) and and often aren't necessarily super invested in us being someone different or excited about, you know, us just, you know, transforming because that means something to them too. Um, And I think especially in those early stages where you're a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more hesitant and, and you're trying to sort things out, um, you can really be impacted by someone that you're close to who doesn't want to see your life change, mm-hmm. like you say.
1: And um, sometimes I, I, will, I will be blunt and say the brighter that your light shines, the more of a shadow it casts onto their areas that they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't want you to change because it makes them realize, I need to look at my own stuff for... uh." Yes. (laughs) So um, standing your ground, taking that step forward, and knowing that the first few times is the hardest, it it almost requires you to be Wonder Woman or Supergirl or Superman or Spider-Man um, it's a superpower, but I promise you, each of us was born with that superpower. If you think back to childhood and when we we said, no, I don't want to wear those pants, you know, we didn't let anyone else influence us. I'm sure we've all gone to school with clothing on backwards because that's the day we chose to dress ourselves <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't care. So um, we have that superpower. I, I know this without a shadow of a doubt.
0: Oh, thank you so much and I usually at this point ask for a final piece of advice you could share with our listeners. Do you want to add anything to <laughs> and I love I love the track you were just on but um what yeah do you want to add anything
1: um more reinforcing of you know this three words ignite evolve rediscover I live by it I believe in it and It's a cycle because as we rediscover parts of ourselves that we aren't comfortable with, this journey of mine, there are some areas where I'm like, wow, I really like to emotionally eat a lot of chocolate. (laughs) Mm, I'm not sure I like this about, mm. oh, wait, what? (laughs) Um, It's okay. It's okay to go through this cycle. You know, you don't have to go through the steps and say this is who I am and make up your mind that this is the only you you will be for the rest of your life. Mm. Today, I'm gonna like sushi. Tomorrow, I might realize I should not eat all you can eat sushi. I don't want sushi for the next month. (laughs) (laughs) So give yourself permission to continuously evolve. What you enjoy today might change tomorrow. When I started yoga and Pilates, if you had told me I would enjoy kickboxing, grappling, mixed martial arts and weightlifting, I would have asked you what you are drinking or smoking <laughs> and can I have three, three, three of them. <laughs> um, but I have, you know, I have enjoyed that and, and now I can I give myself permission to try new things. So as you keep your spark lit up, be open to what other things can light it up. And as you evolve who you think you are or what you enjoy, that permission to keep moving, to keep going forward, just let that be there. And as you rediscover who you are, let it be you, not what other people are telling you you are. Doesn't mean getting some of that beautiful feedback doesn't feel good, but you make up your mind because all of that. Is your superpower um, we all have superpowers and and the novel that I wrote has actual superpowers and mm-hmm. fantasy things but at the core of the message is the same message I'm sharing with you is that we're all born into this world with a, a soul that has power and as we learn to embrace it and learn how to use it we step into the fullness of who we are and that's all she wrote i think
0: yeah. <laughs> oh i love it melanie if people want to connect with you in business or in life uh, what's the best way for them to find you um,
1: easiest fastest way is on instagram and it's melanie froma first and last name pretty simple um froma is spelled f-r-o-m-e
0: Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Definitely check the show notes if you want links to either myself or today's amazing guest. You can like and subscribe on your player of choice. And of course, I always love if you leave a rating or review. Thanks so much. Until next time, this is Hannah.